Hello and welcome back. If you're new here, I'm Alana Gentry, also known as Alana Banana. It's a nickname I've had since I was little, and it's how the kids know me from the Alana Banana Show. I am a songwriter, kids content creator, and a foster mama. I love hanging out with kids, but I also really love connecting with you, the grown-ups. So I created this podcast to bring a little inspiration into your day. I believe it's so important to come back to the things that you love and bring you joy. So what is that for you? How can you take some time every day just for you and give yourself permission to really enjoy your life? When we feel good, it affects everyone around us. Each week, I'll be sharing stories of people's resilience and have guests on that are making an impact in the world. I'll also be putting out shorter solo episodes occasionally to talk about life, parenting, and how our perspective and practicing presence can change everything for us. Since this podcast is called Inspired Grownups, I wanted to create a group of shorter solo episodes where I'll break down each letter in the word inspired and create a topic around it. Let's first talk about the meaning of the word inspired. From Merriam-Webster Dictionary, inspire means to spur on, impel, or motivate, to affect, to influence, move, or guide by divine or supernatural inspiration. Now, when I think of the word inspired, I of course think about creativity and about being a vessel for music or dance or writing to come through me. I mean, those are the tools that I use to express my creativity and the things that I love doing. I also think about people in the world that have had an influence on my life, whether I know them personally or not, that have inspired me, like my friends, my family, authors, musicians, actors, painters, poets, chefs, (laughs) and teachers, to name a few, or to name a lot. The word inspired also has a magical quality to me. Do you feel that way? A connection to the unknown source or creative energies, just something bigger than ourselves. It takes on a quality to me that anything new or unexpected can happen in any moment. And that makes life really exciting for me. I was inspired to create this solo series by Brene Brown. And I think most people have heard of her, but if not, she's a research professor and author who is known in particular for her research on shame, vulnerability, and leadership. She's written so many books that I love. And in one of them, that's called Braving the Wilderness. She breaks down the word braving and it's always stuck with me. So B is boundaries, R, reliability, A, accountability, V, fault, I, integrity, N, non-judgment, and G, generosity. So the other day when I was meditating, the word braving came into my mind. And then right after the word inspired came to mind and what each letter could represent for me. Now, I've spoken in past episodes about the importance of meditation in my life. It's something I've been practicing on and off for over two decades, but I would say regularly for the past 15 years. I mean, I've gone through periods of my life where I sit for a long meditation. And if I'm being honest, more recently, since becoming a mama, uh, much shorter meditations, even five to 10 minutes just changes everything for me. And it helps me 
come back to the moment and tune into how I'm really feeling and what I might need to let go of. And also just remembering the truth of who I really am. And this brings me to the first letter of inspired I. Right away in my meditation, I heard the words I am. From all of the personal development and metaphysical books I've read over the years, so many suggest that the words I am are the most powerful thing we can say. It actually goes back to some biblical references as well, but I'm not going to get into all of that here because that's just one aspect of it. As we know, there are many things we have no control over in this world, but our mind and what we choose to think in each moment is one thing we do have control over. We know, and there's so much research out there that tells us that our minds affect our bodies. The thoughts we think create feelings, which create hormone secretion, and therefore our thoughts can change not just energy, but matter. I learned early on when I was 18 years old, I guess, thanks to my mom, (laughs) who gave me the book by Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life, how important our words really are. It was then that I started an affirmation practice. I've said before that I am an eternal optimist. I'm sensitive to energy, and I like to think about the positive things in life, but that doesn't mean that I don't let myself feel all of the feelings that go along with being human and living in a world of duality. It's just bringing emotion up as I say it, because right now in my life, there's a lot going on. I mean, there's a lot going on for all of us, right? And some days I'm super optimistic and feeling good. And then some days I just need to cry it out, (laughs) which is what I did yesterday. (sighs) I'm feeling better today though. I think it is a cleansing when we let ourselves just feel our feelings. We all know there's so much darkness in this world. And we've also heard that without the darkness, we wouldn't see the light. I read a book back in the day called The Dark Side of the Light Chasers by Debbie Ford. Maybe you've heard of it. That brought a lot of perspective to me on all of this. And yeah, I have down days like anyone, but let myself process it and have always been able to get back to the light and the good in life. And that's another place where meditation and my writing practice comes into play for me. Okay. So back to the words, I am, think about it, fill in the blank. I am what comes to mind for you right now. It's your choice. What do you want to create? How do you want to feel in this moment? The possibilities are really endless. Some that come to mind for me right now are, I am safe. I am love. I am open to abundance and prosperity. And that could be material abundance, but it can also be an abundance of time, of leisure, of rest, of creativity. However form it may take is expansive. When thinking about I am, I also was reminded of this great documentary I saw about 10 years ago called I Am. It was directed by a guy named Tom Shadiak. Have you heard of it? He's a famous director known for comedies like Ace Ventura, The Nutty Professor, uh, Bruce Almighty, just to name a few. He got into a bike accident and had a pretty bad concussion that led to severe depression. I guess that can happen with certain concussions. So during this time, it made him reevaluate everything in his life, which I think most accidents do for us if we, if we decide to learn from them. I decided to watch the movie again 
a few nights ago since it came to mind because I remembered it being so impactful for me. You can find it for rent on Amazon or on the Gaia app if you have that. So Tom Shadiak goes to authors, journalists, religious leaders, and scientists and asks two questions. One, what's wrong with the world? (laughs) And two, what can we do about it? This was put out in 2011. So (laughs) there has since been a lot more that has gone on that we could say that was wrong with the world. But I think all of what happens and what they talk about still applies. In the beginning, he talks a lot about the economy and our need for more because he was living a very extravagant life. And even though he had supposedly everything he wanted, he wasn't any happier, which we hear about all the time. He also talks about how as humans, we've cultivated a lot of competition, which ultimately brings about separation. But after talking to all of these people, the conclusion is that the basis of nature, humans, and the natural world around us is cooperation and democracy. It's in our DNA. And that cooperation is just as much a part of nature as the survival of the fittest. We heard that from Charles Darwin. But another thing Darwin said was that sympathy is the strongest instinct in human nature. The documentary goes on to talk about the heart and how studies have shown that the heart sends more messages to the brain than vice versa. And that in every traditional culture, the heart is considered to be the center of the self. So really the heart is the boss of us if we let it be. I mean, the heart is the access point to the higher self. They talked a lot about this when I was um, training to be a yoga teacher back in 2009, and it has always, always stuck with me. I actually had a meditation teacher and coach years ago who taught me the best way I can think of to make a decision in your life, and I always come back to it. Sometimes it's easier to do than others, depending on what needs to be decided, but she said in thinking about your question, bring it into your awareness and Feel into your heart and your body. Try not attaching yourself to the story that you create around this question. There's always a story and a rabbit hole that you can go down, right? But come back to your body. And when you think about doing this, does your heart and body expand or contract? If you have an expansive feeling, even if there's a little nervous energy around it, is it an excited nervous energy or do you feel tired, drained, contracted, or heavy. And without going back to the story or what anyone else thinks about your decision, you should know your answer by how your body feels. It's really trusting your gut, your intuition. And again, the heart is the boss of us. The biggest takeaway from the I Am documentary is that we are all connected. We all know this at our core. We forget at times. But because we are all connected, and they go into the science of that in the film, your thoughts, your actions affect those around you. They did this really interesting experiment called the yogurt experiment, where Tom was sitting about two to three feet away from a petri dish of yogurt. Now, yogurt has living organisms in it, the acidophilus or healthy bacteria. So they put this device in the yogurt to monitor any changes in it. I guess the energy of it. And there wasn't anything that was connecting the yogurt to Tom. 
So basically Tom's sitting in a chair, two feet away, there's this petri dish of yogurt connected to this device to monitor what's going on in the yogurt. (laughs) It's totally weird, but it's really cool. So they brought up some topics or people that might create a response or feeling from Tom, like as an example, calling his attorney. And when they brought that up, the meter on the device connected to the yogurt went off the chart. And they did it a few times. And every time Tom had a reaction that you couldn't see on his face, but he said emotionally he felt something when he heard the name or the topic brought up, the yogurt was also affected. So this kind of experiment was also done with water and the effects our words have on water that's around us. You might have heard of it. It was Dr. Emoto's experiment. It's really interesting. And you should look it up if you haven't heard about it, because you can see the molecules in the water like look like snowflakes and turn into really cool patterns when there's positive thoughts or positive music being played around the water. But then when there's negative thoughts or really hard, heavy music, it's all like fractured. It's so interesting. And I think it's especially interesting since our bodies are made up of mostly water. So it just goes back to how really important our thoughts are and the words we say to ourselves and to others and how they affect the energy around us. We all feel it. We know when someone has a good vibe and when they don't, we either want to stay and hang out or we want to leave. And since we ultimately don't have control over anyone else, all we can do is work on ourselves. And as Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. I believe that starts with the simple yet powerful statement of I am. It's a thought that creates a belief that can propel us into action I invite you to think about your I am. What is it today? I am fill in the blank. Might be different tomorrow and that's great. Keeps life interesting and ever changing and really can be anything you want it to be. So even before I decided to do this solo series on the word inspired, I created a three minute audio download that you can get for free that helps to bring you back to the moment and has some I am suggestions that will hopefully make you feel good. There's a link for that in the show notes for this episode. And you can also find it in my bio on Instagram at the Alana banana show. Follow me there. I would love to connect with you. And you can also join the inspired grownups private Facebook group. All those links are in the show notes. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you know someone who you think would get something out of it, share it. Every other week, I'll be putting out a solo episode going through the letters of the word inspired. So next time, we'll be talking about N for nurture. Mm, So many good things come to mind with that word, and I look forward to diving into it with you. If you like the show, you could follow on Apple or Spotify, and a rating and review from you would be so appreciated. It only takes a few minutes, and helps get this budding podcast out into the world. The more we have, the more Apple or Spotify recommends it to others. Well, talking about all of this today, bringing some upliftment and light into the world is something that definitely inspires me. And if you know me, you also know that kids inspire me. (laughs) I love hanging out with them. I love making music for them. So if you have any running around your house, and I I say running because that's what our 18-month-old girl is doing these days, Check out our YouTube channel where we're releasing new music videos and playlists every month. So you can subscribe there and listen to our music streaming online wherever you find music. Both are at the Atlanta Banana Show. Sending a lot of love your way. 
really, really I am since, you know, we're all connected and I'll talk to you soon. 